Welcome, listeners, to Episode 9 of Press with the Prez. I'm your host, Dr. Patrick J. Schulte. Before we jump into it, this episode is presented by the students taking the radio class on campus. I want to thank them for their work, the production of this podcast, and for allowing us to record in the radio room inside the Digital Media Department. I'd like to welcome Ryan Coughlin to Press with the Prez. Ryan, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I am good. And I... You know, in, initially in thinking through this podcast, you came to mind because your parents are both alums. Mm-hmm. Tell me a little bit about their story. Yeah, absolutely. So I actually, there's been a lot of family at Briarcliff, but both my parents went to Briarcliff. This is where they met. So I guess, I mean, like, this is where our family started, essentially. So I actually <laughs> never even lived in Sioux City. So Okay, very yeah. good. And uh, what did your parents study when they were here? Yeah, so both of them are in HR now. So they both um, were HR majors, I believe. I know my mom minored in psych. Nice. So, and your major? Uh, My majors, um, I'm a double in psychology and behavior analysis. Very good. And I know one of the important pieces for me in talking with you, Ryan, is you're a presidential scholar. What Mm -hmm. does that mean? Yeah, so the presidential scholarship means that um, just as I was coming into Briarcliff, I was awarded this for being involved in things. Yes, but for being involved in things for academics and so we interviewed and it means that um, obviously I get scholarship money awarded to me but here I also have the opportunity to um, get to meet with you a lot and the fellow presidential scholars and discuss a lot of things that happen here on Briarcliff's campus. So with that, looking back on your high school experience prior to coming to Briarcliff mm-hmm. and you know um, rolling into being a presidential scholar, tell me some of the things that you did in high school that prepared you to be a presidential scholar. Absolutely. I mean, activities-wise, I tried to be involved in as much as I could be, and that hasn't changed much here. I was the president of our Best Buddies program. I was super involved in our theater program, choir program, um, sports, athletics, even though I didn't play once I got into high school. I was a manager and involved in those. Um, School, I've always taken academics really seriously, so I tried to challenge myself with classes and take Um, advantage of every opportunity that I was given. Very good. And with the presidential scholar process, tell me about that. What you had to do, was it stressful? What was fun? What was not fun? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, when you're getting ready to go to college, if you're like me, you're applying for a lot of scholarships. The presidential scholarship actually was relatively easily to apply to, which made it really, really nice. But first you start by filling out an application on the website. So you put in, there are some requirements for it. So you put in those, some information about yourself. And then from there it's reviewed and then you'll have the opportunity maybe to be interviewed for the scholarship. So I know my interview was with the president and then some fellow faculty members and just kind of having a discussion and answer questions about yourself, why you want to come to Briarcliff. And then from there they decide and you hear back. Very good. And then you chose Briarcliff. You're here. I did. And one of the other things that I think is really important, Ryan, for you to share with the listeners, um, we've had a number, as uh, as noted, this is episode nine, Mm -hmm. and some of the others, we talked to students about athletics, we talked to students on student government, and many of the students here on campus are athletes. As you noted, you are athletic, but you're not an athlete. You are a student student here at Briarcliff. So tell me what that's like to be a student uh, focused here at Briarcliff in an environment where we have a lot of athletes Mm -hmm. and you are kind of in the minority when it comes to being a student on campus. Yeah, absolutely. Pretty much the first question that anyone asks you, especially like when you come in here, your fellow students is, what sport do you play? And it's always kind of funny because I'm like, well, I actually don't play a sport. And so 
usually the next question is, why are you here? But that's where I like to remind everyone that I'm so glad that Briarcliff um, gives so many people the opportunity to play collegiate um, athletics because that's so impressive no matter where you are, who you are. Um, but it's also a school, and there are so many wonderful academic opportunities, so many wonderful um, activities opportunities. So it can be a little odd. I mean, sometimes the sports teams are gone, or sometimes there are all athlete meetings. But I like to take advantage of my time not being an athlete to fill it with anything else that I want to do. So, I mean, at least for me, I have a few jobs on campus and off. I'm involved in a bunch of on-campus activities. Um, I do stuff in the community. So I find ways to fill my time that's just not with athletics. Well, and I know too that when I attend various athletic events, I see you in the stands as oh, a spectator. Absolutely. You're a very big fan as yes. well. So you know that, that goes a long way in cheering on your, your fellow uh, students in their athletic endeavors. Mm -hmm. um, I know, I believe I know, that your roommate is also not an athlete. Yes. Did that happen by chance or was that by the grace of God that you two matched up? It was completely random, so definitely by the grace of God. So that was kind of nice, at least for coming here for me, because I didn't know anyone. So being with a random roommate who also didn't play a sport, it did allow us to become closer in that way, and one of us wasn't gone all the time. So we got to experience that together, and we also got to talk about what being a non-athlete here at Bradcliffe means to us, so that was really special. Do you want to give her a shout-out? Yes, Meredith Illig. Meredith, shout out. let's go! freshman year. She followed me to sophomore year, added a few athletes in with me too I just, now. But. I just wanted to make sure to give Meredith that oh, shout-out. Oh, always. You know, always. She deserves one. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, and how has it been, now that we gave her all of those accolades, mm -hmm. how has it been living with Meredith? It's been great. Um, she's a really wonderful roommate. We're both like pretty chill people when it comes to just <laughs> existing so there's never really been any problems does she snore uh, no all no, right it's Way usually to go, pretty Meredith. quiet in our room at night yeah so um that's been good but we all know Aussie snores like a I mean, bear I'm certain of that I think so <laughs> <laughs> so um yes Meredith uh, both of you I mean when we went through the process of presidential scholars very impressive and then the conversations just you both are a delight on campus you light up a room uh and so you know to have conversations about um, who I was going to have on this episode. You came to mind. Uh, having the connection with your parents and mm -hmm. other family members that came to Briarcliff. The legacy piece is really important, but being a non-athlete student is a key piece. Uh, you mentioned earlier that you keep yourself involved outside of the classroom. Tell me like, here what you are involved in. Yeah, absolutely. So on campus, um, especially now after COVID is over, I know a lot of the clubs and organizations are trying to ramp themselves back up, and I'm so happy that I get to be a part of that. As of now, um, I'm super involved in the honors program. I'm currently the president of the honors program. Nice. Um, it's for credit, but I'm very involved in our um, on-campus behavior analysis clinic, which is one of my favorite Excellent. things to do. Um, I'm also in the theater club, which just started last year, but it's really exciting. We have some great stuff on the horizon will for us. Will you be us. putting on any performances at the theater club? We will be. Right now, we actually, our wonderful directors um, and club leaders, Jack and Ruben, wrote a play for us that we've been expanding on, and we just started blocking for, and so we're hoping that might be sometime in November, but if it's not, then it will certainly be in the spring. Very good. If you need a lead vocalist, Aussie is available. Oh, perfect. So, I'll keep that in mind. Yeah, thanks. No, if you haven't heard him sing, it's amazing. Ossie, you want to throw something out there for yeah. us? No. 
I'll save it for the play. Oh, that's a hard pass on Aussie. There we go. (laughs) All right. Um, Well, and again, that's one of the key pieces is there's Mm -hmm. so many things to do here on campus, not just go to class, but after class, what do you do? How do you get involved? How do you support those around you? So, well, one of the things we like to do is have a pretty formal conversation Mm -hmm. about you, about uh, the guests on this podcast, talk a little bit about their Briarcliff experience. But then beyond that, uh, we turn it into something a little bit more fun. Um, Today, I brought with me a giant (laughs) pumpkin or Mm jack-o'-lantern that has a bunch of candy in it. And so, um, first and foremost, Halloween is around the corner. Yes. Are you going to dress up for Halloween? Yes. My three roommates and I have all um, created costume together, and it's it's quite impressive. We we did. Are some you are you telling us what it <coughs> is, or is it going to be a big reveal mm, on the actual day? Just think, maybe like Taylor Swift. But how can anyone not think Taylor Swift? Exactly. She seems everywhere. So I mean, Aussie was planning to be Travis Kelsey, so this might get weird. But oh, yeah. well, yeah, just think Taylor Swift. But we did. We had a major craft night in our room a couple weekends ago, so everyone should be ready for it. Were you making bracelets? No, not oh, bracelets. Okay. No, no. Well, I was thinking about being Taylor Swift also, so it might get weird. I mean... Aussie and I hey. were couples costume, but he <laughs> said no thank you to that. So, <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, inside this jack-o'-lantern mm-hmm. is all different kinds of candy. Okay. And so I thought we would play a little game where, oh, I don't know how I want to do it. If you pick one out... Uh, pull it out and see if there's any nostalgia attached to it and then tell a story of what it might mean to you. Okay. But you don't have to. Otherwise, the other thing we can do is uh, a new segment on the podcast that we call One, Two, Three. And essentially, you're going to choose a topic and have to make a list of your top three. And we thought, what are your favorite scary movies? Do you like scary movies? I don't like scary movies. I didn't think so. I I, I thought maybe you would... Nope. Be one that did not. Yeah, no, not for me. So what movie, maybe we go there, what movie scared you? the most or has scared you the most oh gosh i like can't even watch them but just even the previews i do not like dolls dolls make me cry like actually cry so i'm actually changing my costume i will be annabelle oh this my Halloween, gosh and uh, i would cry yeah. like genuinely if i my teacher in high school pranked me with a room full of dolls and i didn't know and i actually started crying oh. so if there's like a preview i like have to cover my eyes if there's a doll because i i can't even watch that so if somebody would take me to a movie with dolls, I'd, I'm Did out. you have dolls growing up as a child? Yeah. Okay. And but I it's just like the creepy child, nope. Halloween scary dolls. Yeah. And then I got older and they even were like in a drawer under my bed and I had to move them because I thought they were going to come out and kill me. So. Oh my gosh. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you have some, you have some doll demon deep down inside that. Yeah. You, not you sure where it came from, yes, but. So. Well, I would say for me, thinking back, like what is the scariest movie? It's so hard because they're also different. Like you said, there's certain things that are scarier than others. Mm-hmm. I like a psychological thriller, yep. but I would say, you know, one of the things, and I'm a bit older than most of all of you in this room, <laughs> all listeners can't see, but there are students all around us. And uh, the Blair Witch Project probably scared me out of my mind, um, you know, because it just was the first attempt at something that felt really real. Mm-hmm. And then to go through that process, um, my oldest daughter, she's 22, and uh, Lil, Lil is probably listening. If she hasn't, she should subscribe, <laughs> as should you on Spotify. And um, she will tell you that I let her watch it, and it scared her to death, and she's still scarred to this day. Oh, and so, no. You know, um, whether that, I don't know, but it was one of those that I think shook a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But I do love scary movies um, as it comes into the holiday season. But again, I'm a more psychological, scary type of movie fan than I am the gore and 
blood yeah. and other things mm -hmm. as well. So, Absolutely. Um, but let's try that. Let's dip into the candy okay. bag and see what you get and see if it tells, if, if it brings, elicits any thought, any memory, any feeling. Okay. And I'll do the same. I feel like something's gonna jump out and scare me. There, there's nothing in there. Okay. <laughs> oh, it's a Kit Kat. Rank, mm. Well, or maybe let's rank them. Rank them, <laughs> yeah. oh, okay, okay. I like Kit Kats. They'd go pretty high on my list. They're or, not number one. So thinking back and like you get home, mm -hmm. you know, it's the chilly Halloween evening. You dump out your pillowcase or jack-o'-lantern. Yes. I, I use pillowcase because mm -hmm. I try to get as much as I possibly could. Oh, yeah. You dump it out. You're putting that in order. It's in the top. Three. Top three. I'd say probably be like the third thing I'd eat. Yeah. So then let's do that. Um, if we say Kit Kats are your third, mm -hmm. what do you think would be, what are the top uh, two and one then? So number two, I'd say probably is going to be Twix. Twix. Yes. So you, are you a big chocolate fan? Not really. But just yeah, yeah. Okay. I just love Twix. Yeah. I don't know, but and so does my dad. Maybe that's why. Do you I like love it, it all year round, or is it more of a Halloween? I like the little mini Twix, and it just brings back that feeling of. It can be all year round. I distinctly remember the only memory I have with Twix is when I got my braces off. That was the first thing I wanted to eat because I hadn't been able to, <laughs> to eat, eat them. them. And so my mom like bought me a pack of Twix. I too had braces and I ate Twix the entire time mm. that I had braces. So I didn't. I couldn't are, break the rule because. That's why you're a presidential scholar. Follow the rules. <laughs> I mean, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we have got Kit Kat in third. Yep. Number two is Twix. Mm -hmm. And drum roll please, Aussie. Okay, thanks, Aussie. <laughs> Add that in. Enter drum roll. Number one? Number one would have to be Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. You are a chocolate fan. When I, it comes to this, it's like, I'm a Twizzler, Twix, or, or Twizzler kind of guy. I really? love the licorice. Yeah, especially at, at Halloween. It's like the, this, like, see oh, this little, mm -hmm. these are the, that's the time of year where they bring this out, and it's like, this is, you know, hmm. where it's at for me. Yeah, so. I've never been a big fan of those. No, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Maybe I love peanut butter. Like, I eat just spoonfuls of peanut butter. Sure. So that's probably why. Okay. I could honestly go without the chocolate and just eat the peanut butter. But yeah. those would have to be my favorite. Yes, well, that's great. Yeah, mine, like I said, is a t I'm, I'm more of a fruity. I do like chocolate also. Mm -hmm. So I love Kit Kats. I mean, um, but I'm if I had to choose, I would pick licorice okay. um, as I go forward. And I'm kind of a fruity candy kind of guy. There so. you go. But... Well, Ryan, we're coming to the end uh, of our episode and our conversation. Is there anything in particular you wanted to ask me or anything you want to say to your uh, fellow classmates that might be listening to this podcast? Oh, I guess I'll just say... Words of advice? Oh, sure. As you move into soph your sophomore yeah. status. Sophomore year. You know, coming out of your first year. Well, any epiphanies? I mean, just get involved. Like... Especially, I mean, as a non-athlete, that's a super important thing to do. Um, find your people. It might not be immediate. It might not take your second. But once you find your people, hang on to them because they'll help you through things. Because sometimes it's not easy. So you've got them there by your side. Well, Ryan, thank you so very much for coming in and talking with me today. It was a pleasure to have you on the podcast. And I want to thank all the listeners out there. For your support with the podcast, you can check us out on Spotify and Amazon Music, and be sure to like Briarcliff University on all social media platforms. Uh, for me, 
I'm going to give you this. <gasps> the whole jack-o'-lantern of oh, candy is all for you to goodness. share with whomever you want across okay. campus or Meredith. You can just give it to Meredith. <laughs> all right. <laughs> and take it and celebrate with everyone as we enter into the spooky season yes. of Halloween around the corner. So with that, this is PJS signing off.